You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Benny and the Bets. What's good, everybody? Benny and the Bets with uh, a couple special guests that uh, you've probably seen and certainly heard before uh, if you're in the Kansas City area. We are presented by PXG if you have not had an opportunity to go and check out their brand new store over in Overland Park on 119th Blue Valley Parkway. Make sure you go ahead and do so. I know Danny is a big golfer. CDOT, I know you play from time to time. You're in town. You got to head on over. Check out the store. Get fitted. Go see Alex, Marcus, Jake, the rest of the crew. They'll take good care of you over at PXG. Fellas, we got a game to talk about, even though it may not be pretty. But it's good to see you both. How are you? Good to see you, too. I got PXGs. Do you really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I'm a PXG iron guy, wedge guy, and fairway wood guy. Don't use their driver, but every club in my bag ex- except the driver is uh, is PXG. I love I love to hear it. And they, they just did a driver challenge, which beat out 93% of their competitors. You brought in your own driver, Parkins. If you would have done the driver challenge with the Gen 6s, you could have put your driver up to the test. If yours would have outdrove theirs, then you would have gotten 100 bucks. Okay. Well, maybe next time. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, how you doing, my friend? Good to see you. Man, I'm happy to be here. Is this the first time that we all have, I guess, been in the same place or talked to each other since COVID? Because I remember we took a picture together. I think it was maybe Memorial Day of 2020, but I think it's the first time that all three of us have been in the same place. I know we're not together, but you know, we're together. We've done like I think I've gone on with you guys together all in one time. There might have been a driver union in some capacity over the last few years. But as far as actually doing like a show together, yeah, it's probably been over the least, you know, two, three, four years or so. It's nice. Yeah. Man, I'm excited. I can't believe that it's the 0-2 Chicago Bears that are that are uniting us and the calamity which has been this week. It's been a wild week. It's funny. So Danny was on the show with me earlier today and we were just talking about it Danny you and I like we've talked about a lot of different stuff in this in this profession but I mean where does this Bears week rank for you you know it's been something every single day and then the moment you think you probably have your lead your two o'clock something will happen at 140 that makes you ball up the rundown and now you got a completely different show I mean yeah like normally if like quarterback called second press conference of the day to clarify that he didn't mean to call out his offensive coordinator. Like think about what has to happen for that not to be the lead. Like, and that, that was what yesterday's show was because the bears defensive coordinator resigned in potential disgrace. So uh, yeah, it's been, it's been wild, but you know, yeah, I mean, you know, we do this long enough, right? Like, I mean, we covered, Jovan Belcher, you know, in, in Kansas City. Like, you cover World Series and we go to Super Bowl. We go to a Super Bowl together and there's a murder at our hotel at high school. <laughs> says, you, you've got to protect the talent. I mean, you know, like, what wild things have happened. So, you know, this is this is not even on the, the, the metal podium for me, but it's certainly in the top 10. The thing about, though, you have to protect the talent is just, it was such a purity and a sincerity in Heiss's voice when he said it. Like, yeah. he really made it seem like we were in danger. I did not feel in danger. 
Danny, you did not feel in danger. Heist for like a split second was like, we gotta protect oh, the island. I mean, I, I'm fine. We so, don't any danger. No danger was around us. Right. So just for context, so for, for anyone that may not know this story, we're in Arizona, cover the Super Bowl. It's uh, 2015, right? It's the Patriots and the Seahawks. Patriots, Seahawks, the where they didn't give it to Marshawn Lynch yet. Correct. Um, of course, we weren't able to stay for the game. We our flight got canceled. We were almost going to have to stay for like five extra days. We barely got home. We, we, yeah, were, we barely the, got home. We were actually in more danger flying on Spirit Airlines home <laughs> than we were at the hotel where the the, the funniest. I wouldn't even call it a hotel. It was it was not a hotel. We rolled up to the Motel Six about thirty minutes away from downtown Phoenix. In Carrington, as we pulled up in the Kia Soul that we rented, was like, this place looks like there's a dice game about to break out any moment. <laughs> yes, and we were coming back from the media party hammered, and my cousin, who lives in that area, uh, was like shocked earlier in the day or the week that like we were staying there. She's like, that's kind of a sketchy area. And she texted me on the bus and was like, Yo, your hotel's on the news. Like there, there was, there was, there was a shooting at your hotel. And when we got there, there was police tape, and there had been a homicide, and we had had some cocktails, and the place was definitely not nice. But the crime had long since uh, happened. And, oh, that, that and, makes it better. And, 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 order already happened. I, there was no need to worry anymore. And then there's like so many little funny parts. Like Danny was like. We might be on the national news. Like Danny was convinced, Super Bowl, Super Bowl week, police brutality shooting. We might be on the national news. Like that part, that part was funny. And Heisler just like after a few cocktails, and he's very emotional. He's very sensitive, and he's very sheltered. Just was appalled at our living conditions, and was like, "You have to protect the talent." <laughs> And I'll never, he'll, he'll never live it down. Well, he'll never forget it. I'll never forget this part about the trip, too, where Danny called our boss and basically just told him what our plan was. Like, hey, I don't care how much it costs you guys. This are <laughs> about to do. You were going to reimburse me for whatever we're about to do. I was hey, never whatever we need to pay. We are going home today. Not Thursday. We are going home today. Yes, because then we'll let Heisler take his show back. But... It was, uh, we were supposed to leave Saturday morning. The flight got canceled. Spirit Airlines said we could get you home on Thursday. So that would have been five more days in Arizona. We had already been there for five days. We would have not had hotel room, ticket to the Super Bowl, or anywhere to do our radio show. And so we just booked, I booked plane tickets. and was like, you're paying for it. We'll figure it out. But it was at our common. You know, they were flush with cash. <laughs> <laughs> My man, all right, I, right. I have so many betting questions to ask. As my I, I have so many, so many to be able to dive into. I, I'm still thinking about how many things happened that week. That Danny almost got into a fight with Warren Sapp at Joe Hayden's Super Bowl party that we finagled our way into because of Jeff Schwartz. Um, I apparently thought you had to tip the cocktail servers there. Uh, that had already been taken care of. It was like saying, well, you're allowed to tip the cocktail servers, but they're not looking for a five spot. It was not, it was not a five spot. It's not a five spot. It's still a bottle service nightclub with NFL players. And Heist is like, may I interest you in my good friend, Abraham Lincoln? 
Like literally, we are at a table. It was Maurice Jones, Drew, Odell Beckham, Joe Hayden. I mean, Instagram models. Heist drinks a couple of cranberry and vodkas and then tries to hand this. Now you know your life. Five dollar bill. That's a Marcus, That's a true story. He tried that. To- it's a true story that I tried to tip him. The bad. <laughs> That that part is true. I, oh, how, I much, can, how much was it, Heiss? What bill? I thought I was going to give him twenty. It was not hundred. I thought I was going to give him twenty. It. I don't think it was twenty. No. I, yeah. You know <laughs> what? Ten. I. If you know what, I am willing to say a ten. You were not giving that woman a twenty. No chance you were giving her a twenty. We got into the party that we didn't deserve to be at at a very swanky rooftop. I was not going to drop a five. I certainly. I maybe it was a ten. I I remember what Lakey first was. It was a, it was an insultingly small amount of money. Yeah. Uh, and then I mean, all right. I mean, if we're doing this. My favorite part of the whole thing was that we became like best friends with JB Smooth for an hour, and Carrington hated him, and because he hated me more than I hated him, he cooked it for about thirty minutes. Yeah, he just roasted you for 30 minutes and then you were just like, didn't understand, like, curb your enthusiasm humor. And then we were leaving and he agreed to leave a voicemail on my then girlfriend, now wife, Steph's phone. She didn't answer. And he went, was, yo, Stephanie, it's JB Smooth, baby. I'll be home soon, honey. Man, I was just like, this is the greatest voicemail of all time. Greatest. I'm pretty convinced that's why we got married. Um, <laughs> Yeah, epic week. Heisler did his Dick Vitale impression for Frank Caliendo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We were, well, we were trying out the bit where we wanted Dick Vitale to be an actual, to be a dick. Like, that yes. was also, he's like the nicest guy. He's so Dick Vitale. Funny. Dick Vitale. Um, yeah. He actually gave really good advice. He's like, the, you have the voice down, but, like, you actually need to find, like, the humor part of it. You need to be an on the funny. That's more important getting the voice down which i completely agree with that was which is why i pushed you to do dick vital but you're too nice right yeah we we had to find we had to we had to find an alternative by the way dick vital uh danny also set up during the show to give me a call on my birthday uh well yeah we're yeah we we, 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 we did did really really well on our show i'm really proud of we all did that really well yeah for sure for sure for sure Although we're still missing uh, out on Bunk. Uh, yeah, when, Wendell Pierce hasn't come on my birthday on the Kansas City show or the Chicago show after being booked. <laughs> so, Wendell oh. Pierce, White Whale. Now we're just telling drive stories. Heist, do you remember the time where Danny never checked his uh, Rourke email? And we literally could have had Omar from The Wire on the show. What? We got an email. It was like a whole week time of Hey, he would love to come on the show. He's promoting this book. Can you have him on there? And Danny doesn't check his email, never checks his email. A month after we could have got Michael K. Williams, rest in peace. Danny, well, that's even, like, what is this? And it's like, we had a chance to get Omar. He was doing like some like small independent film. And somehow through like the grace of God, he had reached out to Danny's intercom email. We just never saw it. Man, so thought. And here's the thing, I, I didn't learn my lesson. So that, you guys know how big of a fan of The Wire I am, and obviously it's unbelievable, and like now obviously it'll never happen, rest in peace like you said. In Chicago, 
years after that, I didn't check my work email for so long that we had had Owen. He's a child. He's a baby. He's an infant. And I almost missed open enrollment. Like, I missed every email about health insurance until, no lie, dude, the day before. And Steph was so mad. And I was like, I, was like, I don't know what to tell you. And I and so she had to like rush through the like the you know the process and she didn't have a job at the time. Like we were like really gonna be without health insurance with a new baby who had just gotten out of the NICU because I didn't read my work email. And when I tell the story of things that I've missed out on from the work email, I still say that's the second worst thing. Missing <laughs> out on interviewing Omar. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. No, that's hundred percent. You were sitting there telling the story and I was like, but he eventually got healthcare. We never talked to Omar. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, dude, she was No, I believe it. You know, like, believe it. like that was that was a very stressful like seventy two hours in my household. Yo, can I tell can I tell one more drive story? The day that we got in trouble for the David Glass interview, where Danny got in trouble and I was just around for the David Glass interview, I literally was like starting a question and he just dropped the mic and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I never get to ask David Glass a question. Do you remember this? We all went out to Power Light afterwards. And this is when you first started talking to Steph. Heist says, hey, can I tell you a secret? You got you got you got your you got your dates wrong because the David Glass thing happened before I got to town. Okay, yeah, all right. This was during Big Town. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my bad. I do have my dates wrong. So Steph, he Heist is like, hey, can I tell you a secret? I mean, immediately when the story is over, she's like, Hey guys, guess what Heist just told me? Because <laughs> the thing is, we all heard Heist say, Hey, can I tell you a secret? Heist actually kept it quiet. Like, I didn't hear anything he said. And then Steph immediately just broke the code of silence. That's like, yeah, she didn't have a code then. That was, stopping you know, Sauvignon was her was her truth serum at the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Steph, man. Steph had had a few, Dre. All of us had been there pretty much all afternoon. Because I think we probably did, like, a show from Pizza Bar or mm. something in the midst of, of Big 12 on that Friday. And the night before, I think I had been there up until two, uh, which led to the double cab. You pay you you paid for the cab both ways, man. Paid for the cab both out. ways. Was not able to enjoy any part of that night. Yes, that's tough. I woke up. I I I was still two three months into Kansas City at that point, and I woke up and I was like, "Where the fuck am I?" And instead of just like looking at my phone and trying to figure out where I was, I walked outside and I was like, 47th Street." Oh, oh, I so I'm probably like somewhere near the plaza. And then I called the cab. And he picked me up and we're all of a sudden we get on the highway and we're passing the K. Where was I? <laughs> I was in yeah. a town. You was way out there. You were what I don't I don't know if I've ever told you this story before. This is remember how I got the like tires, whatever. We just all I mean, I, I know Heist, you and I were broke back then. I don't know if Danny was broke back then during these days, but we were broke during these days. So I remember my tires went out, Marcus is coming to get me from the thing. And Danny had this look of just like, I told you this wasn't going to work. This was a stupid idea. And I remember he looked at me with such disappointment. He was like, you know what, Carrington, sometimes we make our own luck. 
And I just had to look at him and I was just like, yeah, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know. I didn't know. You bought used, you bought used tires. You bought used. You bought, listen, I, I know you were going to tip more than what you paid for those used tires at the Super Bowl park. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I just, Danny, all, all of us were not all in back then. We were, Heist and I were broke. No, no, no. You, 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 guys, you guys were definitely broker than me, but let's, like, I was definitely not rolling in it ever. You know, we were all broke. Yeah. In, 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 in KC. Uh, towards the end, I was doing well, but yeah, that was, that was rough. <laughs> That more, he had such a look. I mean, it was like I had let Danny down. That like he had to spend these twenty five minutes of his day coming to get me, and just you should have really did upset me. And when he got in the car, and he was like, "Carrington, sometimes we make our own luck." And it's just it was a quiet ride home. Yeah. <laughs> and are your tires now? Are your tires now? Good year, I bet. Yeah, I know. No, you know what? I'm not broke anymore, so I got. <laughs> Got real time. What was Garrett and saying before we we got on the show? You know, I'm I'm older now. I have a better sense of time. I have a better sense of life. Like, where? Look at us now. I, I was with Carrington when he was still. Uh, uh, he was like 23, 24, 25, 26, whatever. But he was he was sixteen. <laughs> yeah. You know. So I, I I help I helped uh, I helped mold him into the man that he is today. <laughs> Something like that, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, do we gotta talk about this terrible deal? We yeah, all right. Yeah. Just take control of your show. Yeah. Oh, what else? I mean, next thing about the game though, it's it's not like we have any differing opinions. The Bears stink. They're a bottom five team in the National Football League. They're not good. Sorry. So we're, let's let's dive into this. We're gonna take like a ten second break. Come right back. We'll actually talk about the game a little bit and the shit show that is the Chicago Bears uh, and how to actually bet it. Danny and CDOT are here. It's Benny and the Bets presented by PXG. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans, after all, it's only pressure, you got this, Adidas. Adidas. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, it's Benny the Bets, Danny, CDOT, driver union leading into week three of the NFL. Um, all of us are going to be in town for the game at Arrowhead, which is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, if you get a chance to uh, hop on out to Arrowhead, come out and see us, say hello. We're going to have a good time. Line for this game open, just to give a little context here. When it opened at the beginning of the season on DraftKings, they had all the look ahead lines for all these games. This was the biggest spread of the season for Kansas City. They were favored in every game. It was nine and a half, eventually worked its way up to 10. It's now sitting anywhere between 12 and a half and 13. So I guess I, to, to kick things off, guys, and, and Parkins, I'll start with you being on the Chicago side. Is there a number that this game would have to go to, given everything that's happened in Chicago this week, that you'd say to yourself, this number is just too far inflated for a Kansas City team that's always had issues over the last couple of years covering big numbers, regardless of the fact that they're playing the Bears. Like, What would that number be for you? The real answer is 17 and a half. My actual feeling is 20 and a half. Okay. Um... I, I don't. I'm laughing at you laughing. I. It. There's. There's. It, so I mean, there's no realistic scenario uh, that would have me bet the Bears. I. I know the argument for it. Chiefs offense hasn't looked good. Chiefs haven't covered big numbers. Bears highly motivated. Uh, Fields gonna play his effort brand uh, of football. All Chiefs wide receiver issues, Chiefs not having a commitment to the run. I I I know all the arguments for it, but nah. That nah. you know what I mean? Like, no, man. Like, honestly, like, here's the yeah. truth. The, the 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 Bears have no takeaways, one sack, and allowed Baker Mayfield and Jordan Love to complete er, to convert 55% of their third downs so far. This year, they have no pass rush. So Pat Mahomes is going to have four seconds, four and a half seconds to throw 80% of his dropbacks, 90% of his dropbacks. He's going to pick them apart. He's going to do whatever he wants with the ball. And it is a 325 nationally televised game. The Chiefs haven't looked great. I would assume that this is a game where for Matt Nagy, for the national audience, for the the Chiefs haven't looked good yet. I would assume this is not a game where the Chiefs are going to throttle back and coast into a 7-10 to 10 point victory if the opportunity is available to them. I think this is a get-right game for the Chiefs. What about you, Cedar? What's the number for you? That's a great question. I personally would just stay away from this game. I know that's the easy answer to give. It just feels like it's one of the two things. Either the Chiefs win this game 31-3, to or this game is like wildly uncomfortable in the fourth quarter, but none of us think that the Bears can actually win. The Chiefs have just slept walk through it. Like you remember a couple of years ago against the Falcons back in 2021, the year they went to the Super Bowl again, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That game late in the season, the Chiefs just the Chiefs just didn't come out like 
I just didn't care about the results of the game. We're going to win this game. We're not really worried about the score or not. To what Danny is saying, and just Danny's obviously watched the Bears much more closely than I have. They can't get to the quarterback, and they can't protect their own quarterback. That's just not a recipe to go on the road in Arrowhead and win this game. I also think with the Bears' defense, I believe they've given up 25 points or more in their last 10 games. This is the game to me in which Kansas City should look to get right. I'm not saying the Chiefs need to win this game 31-3 or anything like that. But just given what Danny just said about Jordan Love, given what he just said about Baker Mayfield, there's no reason for the Chiefs to score less than 27 points in this game. They haven't scored 21 points yet in a game so far this season. This was the number one offense of the National Football League last year, and you're going up against a bottom five defense in the league. This is a game to me where Kansas City should be able to flex a little bit of muscle. I think so, too. I have also been on record of saying, like, if this line goes to 14 and a half, I'd have to hold my nose and take Chicago just because every trend in the book says that has to be a play, especially given this team, this scenario, this spot. But there's there's nothing to feel good about in Chicago right now other than feels taking ownership as best he can of the situation. Carrington, you talked about how they can't protect him right now. They just lost their offensive tackle, their starting left tackle, for the rest of the season. They're not getting to the quarterback, and their defensive coordinator just resigned yesterday, and there's a whole bit of murkiness as to why he's gone. So, yeah, it's nice to think that there's a narrative that comes along with Fields finally taking control, and ultimately, that's the most important player on the team that needs something to go right. But even still, I I just don't know how you look at this matchup and say, even with all the trends, even with this number as high as it is, there's just nothing to feel good about for Chicago in any point in any part of the matchup. Yeah, I mean, and and for the record, like the strict, dispassionate gambling opinion, you are correct, Heiss. Like any sharp gambler would, if it actually went across 14, you know, the next key number for where it is, right? There's really not much of a material difference between. Down, it's been at 13 and a half, and now we're seeing it back to 12 and a half. Um, at, at most books right now, you can still find 13 if you want it. But no, no, I know. But what I'm saying is, is that if it actually moved across 14, every better that that bets real money would 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 bet right because it's across a key number that they don't think it should be at. So, so you're right. Um, I just call it narrative based, call it too close to the story or whatever. Like the Bears are teetering. It I could see sideline fights between coach and cornerback. You know what I mean? Like they're trying to rally around this. They're saying all of the right things, but they could be facing implosion in Chicago. No question. No question. Definitely. And I mean, to your point, Danny, I mean, I could see the bears imploding. I could also just see them fighting. And I mean, just look at the Thursday night football game. I mean, you know, this was the game in which every person, you know, is picking the giants to get smoked in this game. It is a 10-3 game going into halftime. I mean, that's a winnable game in theory for the Giants. Like, I thought the Giants were going to be a little bit more competitive than what people thought. Man, the NFL is just weird. That's why I don't think you can go into games expecting a blowout, but I would say just based on the Bears' defense, and I would say also based on Kansas City's defense, that Bears' offense should not be able to score 21 points on Kansas City. Well, so talk talk to me about that. So, so, and by the way, it's 17-3. they oh, they scored me man. Yeah, Niners Nied- just scored. Still uh, still very much in reach, even though it's past the 10 and a half, which it closed. 
Yeah. Um, Christian McCaffrey scored again. That's his twelfth consecutive game with a touchdown. Crazy. You are you. I mean, are you guys buying that this is the best defense of the Mahomes era? You want to start on that one, Carrington? Because I got some thoughts on that. I'm not at that point yet. It's early in the season. I mean, they have just done a really good job against Jacksonville. Jacksonville didn't score more than 21 points in the first two matchups last year. They only scored nine. The Lions' offense is supposed to be real good, man. The Lions' offense, they they played two offenses that, in my mind, I wouldn't be surprised at all if one or both finished top five at the end of the year. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, I just think best defense, I'm just, I'm not at that point. Like, I actually think, I mean, the best team was the one that lost to the Buccaneers. I thought that team was just really complete. I thought they ran through the NFL and just obviously, you know, the injuries at the end of the season ended up biting them. Week one was really weird with the totals and the over-unders. The under was the smart play. I think we have to start looking at week one a little bit differently moving forward. Like, you know, we're looking at these over-unders and it's 61, 59. Look at Cincinnati the first two years. Uh, the when we talk about week one. So I, I just think the numbers are a little bit off in week one. They match up really well against Jacksonville. I mean, it's not going to be a while. Let's see what they look against Miami. Miami is a team in theory. Like, that's a legitimate offense middle of the season. That's a legit top five offense. I really want to see how they perform in that game against Miami before I'm willing to kind of give them the crown of the best defense of the Mahomes era. Yeah, I've, I've been really impressed. Yeah. been really impressed through the first couple games, especially with, even in week one, they got pressure on Goff without Chris Jones. They could have used him, but they still generated enough pressure, especially in the first half. And then once he was back, everything just started to flow again for Kansas City. And McDuffie is, is somebody that I've been really impressed with this year. He's certainly not his first year in the league, but he feels like he started to take a jump in the right direction. And putting himself, I think, into conversation for like an elite cornerback one, maybe not top five at this point, but a very good shutdown corner. And he's been really impressive. So now you're generating more pressure on the quarterback. That sets up everything else for for Spags' defense uh, because he, he doesn't like to blitz a lot. And so that's another component, too. Like it allows the rest of their secondary to, to play a little bit more free. I, I do want to follow up on an initial conversation that we had about Matt Neck. Because first couple of weeks, the offense has not looked the same, but there's rightful, legitimate reasons for that. Kelsey not being there in week one. Week two, Jacksonville's still a good defense. Um, I think we're just accustomed to seeing the Mahomes offense look a certain way. But given what we've seen from, say, Washington the last couple of weeks, where the offense has really started to take off under Biennemi, see that are, are you looking at the Nagy experience so far? Concerned? worried or just this is growing pains the whole team really hasn't been backed new young wide receivers will be fine I mean I'm still looking at it as growing pains we just talked about it Kansas City hasn't scored more than 21 points in their first two games I think we all know that that's not real when it comes to it I mean last week I mean in their first 25 plays they only ran it two times like I kind of look at the only thing that I'm concerned about so to speak is Isaiah Pacheco and how they're running the football Give me to the middle part of the season to kind of figure out what their wide receiver room looks like. The comparison I would make is kind of like a college basketball team. This team still trying to figure out what its rotation is. And I think once they figure out their rotation of, all right, instead of trying to have seven different wide receivers and all these different pass catching options, how do we narrow it down to the three or four that Holmes really trusts? Here's our running back flow. 
I don't think they're going to figure that out till October. I mean, you, if you look at these next six games that they have, I mean, they don't play a good team. I mean, if you want to say the Chargers are good, but I mean, I know they got to low and to start. I mean, they really don't play a contending team until November 5th when they play Miami. So that's why I say this Bears game, I don't, I, I really don't need the Chiefs to go out and just ruin the score up against Chicago. But this is a game in which your offense has to look better than what it's looked. I mean, Jacksonville held them to 17 points. They only really put together two decent drives in the entire game. I just want to see the offense get right. Parkins, if Chicago is able to make it competitive, what what has to go right and what has to go wrong for Kansas City in your opinion? What has to go right and wrong for Kansas City? What has to go right for Chicago to just make this game competitive and I guess because of that, something inevitably is going wrong for Kansas City as well. So what? Yeah, well, I mean, okay. So the Bears did get better, right? Like they, they, there's more talent on the Bears. So they ha- and the the strength was actually on defense. Anyway, was was supposed to be coverage. Was supposed to be the back seven. Tremaine Edmonds and T.J. Edwards are, and Edmonds is arguably the best coverage linebacker in the NFL. Edwards was a PFF-graded top 10 coverage linebacker in the NFL. Kyler Gordon's hurt, but he was a high draft pick. Brisker was a high draft pick. Jalen Johnson is very good, underrated. Doesn't have a lot of stats, but very good. Uh, Eddie Jackson has been a very good pro. So, like, in theory, if the Chiefs aren't committed to the run and they don't have enough good skill position guys, uh, the Bears' coverage unit should be pretty good. Okay, it's Mahomes and Andy Reid. I'd bet against them with no pass rush and having all the time in the world. But maybe, just maybe, Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Eberflus can come up with something to limit Travis Kelsey, and they can frustrate Kansas City enough in coverage if they don't have enough weapons on that side of the ball. But the real thing is the offense, because I don't, I, I just, I don't believe that the Bears' defense is going to disrupt Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. I just, I, I, I'll need to see it to believe it. I'll be, I'll be late to that party. Justin Fields is the best athlete in the NFL at quarterback. He doesn't have the best arm and all that, but like he was going to break Lamar Jackson's rushing record last year. And he is saying, I'm going to study my ass off Monday through Saturday, and then I am going to play free on Sunday, and I'm just going to go ball out. And he is the type of guy who it's very rare we saw it for like a five-week chunk in the middle of last year. Did not really see it at the end of the year. Certainly didn't see it at the beginning of the year. Haven't seen it in the first two games. But we have seen it where, I mean, he kicked the shit out of Belichick in New England. He put up a huge game against the Cowboys, which was a top-10 defense, you know. Uh, he went toe-to-toe with Miami, 35-32. Had one of the craziest games I've ever seen. Three passing touchdowns and 178 rushing yards. Like... If somehow he actually was just, you know, Dave Wanstead always says clear mind, fast feet. And I think he's had a cloudy mind. If somehow, some way, Justin Fields goes into Arrowhead and it's like an us against the world thing and he plays with a clear mind and he just backyard football balls out. And now instead of having bad players last year, he's got DJ Moore helping him, you know, like, well, then maybe. Maybe, but again, that ten percent chance, you know, it's, it's very unlikely. But the, the 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 scenario for the Bears 
is that if Justin Fields is in a rhythm and in a groove, he's like Lamar Jackson. Like, nobody stops Lamar Jackson if he's playing his A game, right? He's one of the most dangerous players in the league. He's on the one hand, most dangerous players in the league if he's playing his A game. That's what Justin Fields can be, but we've just really never seen it for any prolonged period of time. I mean, I would say... I would say really quickly, Heist, I, I would say it takes a combination of two things. Like, use the term any given Sunday. I would say it takes a combination of what Danny is saying, that Justin Fields is just going to have to be great. Like, Justin Fields is going to have to play. He's going to have to have a top five fantasy day in the National Football League in order for them to win. That's one part of the equation. Yes. I also don't think the Bears are capable of beating Kansas City. I think Kansas City is capable of beating themselves in this game penalties false starts like we saw i mean they had seven penalties from their left and their right tackle so are you turning a second and three back into a second and eight if it's you know if you get a first down is there a holding call which then brings it back those kind of things the turnover we saw in, in week one against the detroit Lions, Kadarius tony just gift wrapped six points like i think it takes some combination of those things there are certainly some teams that can beat kansas city the Chargers, i think can beat kansas city the Dolphins can beat Kansas City, you know, the Cowboys, the Niners. Like, there's teams that can beat Kansas City. The Bears aren't that kind of team. So Kansas City is going to have to play their C-plus to, you know, or worse game. And then Justin Fields is going to have to be incredible. Justin Fields is probably going to have to account for three touchdowns if they want to win the game. All right, really quickly, Ben, then we got a, another quick break, and then we'll get into our, our actual bets for the game and then a, a couple plays that you guys like for the rest of Week 3. Um Really quick, let's just go around. If if Justin Fields was not a bear, like we we joke about sort of the scenario with it. If if Chicago would have taken Mahomes where they should have taken Mahomes instead of Trubisky, you know, the, the running bit in Chicago is that they would have found a way to ruin Mahomes too. If, if Fields is on another team at this point, are we talking about him in a completely different narrative than how we are now? Like, are we looking at Fields as entering his third year, putting himself into a legitimate MVP conversation as opposed to the ones that maybe a lot of us tricked ourselves into at the beginning of the season. Yes. I, 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 I don't know about MVP, right? Like, I, I don't, I don't know about that. The second most bad MVP candidate going into the season. Like there was, there was legitimate conversation about it. Yeah. I, and that was always ridiculous. Um, but I said this with Carrington today on the air. Like if, if you asked any NFL person, who are the four best offensive players on the Packers? In some order, David Bakhtiari, Elkin Jenkins, Aaron Jones, Christian Watson, right? Tackle, guard, running back, number one receiver. That's what everybody would say. All four of them missed the game against Atlanta last week. And in his third start of his life, second start of the year, Jordan Love completed two-thirds of his passes through no picks and had three touchdowns. He's a well-coached football player. Like, Matt LaFleur makes it easy on him. The Bears have made life miserable for Justin Fields. So, you don't even have to have Kyle Shanahan or Andy Reid or, like, the consensus, like, two or three best coaches in the NFL. Like, yeah, man. If he was in a better situation with his talent, I I do think that he would be better than he is significantly. See that? Yeah, I mean, I think he would be better. I mean, I guess where I struggle is where Danny and I maybe just disagree. Like, his completion percentage is so low, it's just hard for me to think that if you put him in a different situation, that we just see such a tremendous jump. I mean, last year, these are the quarterbacks that completed a fewer percentage passes than he did. 
Brett Rippon, Baker Mayfield, Nick Foles, P.J. Walker, Kyle Allen, Mike White, Joshua Dodds. And this year when I watch him, he has some of the same accuracy issues that he saw. Like in order to be a good passer in the National Football League, you need to be around 65% completion percentage. Some of those things to me like is just him and the kind of quarterback that he is. Some of it obviously is system scheme, all of those kind of things. I've just been disappointed with him that like I haven't seen that progression from him that I thought we were going to take. You know, there's always that handful of quarterback that you think, all right, this is going to be their year where they take their jump. I just haven't seen that from him so far. It's early on in the season, but I mean, you're already 0-2. You lose this game, you're down 0-3. We all know what the percentages are about 0-3 teams that make the postseason. Like the Bears are in one of the more interesting spots next year. You got Justin Fields, you got the two first round picks. Are you going to continue to reinvest in Justin Fields? Or are you going to use those assets to try to go get Drake May next year or get another quarterback? If I had to guess, I I actually see them moving on from Justin Fields at the end of the year, and I think they go get another quarterback. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me, especially given the the, the current state. And coach too. I mean, I mean Matt Eberflus is also part of the problem too. Like th- there is no possible way that you were giving Matt Eberflus another quarterback. No, you had your quarterback; it didn't work. You're out of here, and then we're going to start with a completely new regime. We're going to hire Eric Bieniemy, and we're going to go get uh, a brand new quarterback to try this thing out. In Chicago just you know, they they bring in another Ryan, they bring in another Matt, they draft another North Carolina quarterback, and then they hire Eric Bieniemy. That just you're talking about so much whiplash in the city of Chicago. That's not happening. <laughs> it, if all of that goes through, all right. Well. We'll get into our favorite bets ahead of week three for the Chiefs and Bears game. We'll also go through some of our other plays for the week as well. Do want to talk to you guys about everything happening over at DraftKings Sportsbook. They continue to keep us in on the action. There are great offers on DraftKings every single day. In fact, if you are a new customer, you can bet five bucks and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five bucks down on any of this week's epic matchups. Walk away an instant winner, and they're not stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football is just more fun when you are in on the action. Download the DraftKings app now, sign up with code KCSN, and new customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. It's only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Don't forget to use code KCSN. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Big breath for the legalese. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Just call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Boyd in Ontario, see sportsbook.draftkings.com. Slash football turn for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Take one final break. Back with our best bets for week three, as well as the Chiefs and Bears. Stay with us as Benny and the Fets. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. All right, Danny and Cedar are here. My uh, former compadres over at the drive on 610. Both of them are doing fantastic work. Carrington at 610, Danny at 670. Multiple other avenues that you guys can catch their work. Before we get into those plays, uh, can you guys let the people know where else they can find you in addition to Monday through Friday between 2 and 6? Danny, you want to start? 
Uh, yeah, I do first. I do an NFL podcast with Andrew Filipponi, uh twice a week. We record after Thursday night football and Sunday night football. So for your Friday and Monday uh, morning commutes, called First and Pod, one S T ampersand Pod, First and Pod. Uh, yeah, I mean that's the only other place that you can really hear me uh, consistently. You can donate to Braid Up with raise raise some money for brain cancer. I tweeted out the link earlier. Got the big five K, raised over five hundred grand. Uh, my team has raised about 27,000 of that. I'll be emceeing the event Saturday morning. And, you know, man, but I go on with Carrington every Thursday for, for our little reunion on, on the drive. So appreciate y'all checking us out. I uh, I definitely would uh, recommend uh, anybody to listen to First and Pod. I uh, went to Cancun recently and I listened to like four episodes of First and Pods and I really, really enjoyed it. I just... uh. I just like I'm at the point right now. I just like to hear people talk about sports, man. I like to hear people talk about the NSL. I like to hear people talk about the NBA. I like trade rumors and requests. So uh, I definitely would encourage you guys to listen to uh, First and Pod. Uh, catch me on Six Ten Sports Radio from two to six. Um, that's it, man. Well, you got a pod too, right? With um, yeah, Matt and Riddle's Worst Opinions, uh, where we watch movies that are rated below a six on IMDb. Um, yeah, that's it. Did any of those movies change your opinion after you guys? Talked? Yeah, um, Wedding Planner. I can't believe that Wedding Planner was rated below a six. It doesn't make any sense. I actually really enjoyed Wedding Planner. Um, we're actually going to do Obsessed. Uh, Beyonce's coming to Kansas City, uh, so we're going to do uh, her movie with Idris Elba and uh, Allie Larder. You guys might remember Allie Larder. She was in uh, Varsity Blues. She had the uh, whipped cream bikini. She was also uh, in Hero. Hero. Right? Uh, I think she was, actually. Uh, do you want to know who actually loves the movie Varsity Blues? Patrick Mahomes loves Varsity Blues. That loves doesn't it. surprise me, but what's not to love? I, need I know. Him. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's his favorite movie. Like, I don't, it's, I'm 100% certain that his favorite movie is Varsity Blues. Also, uh, a fun fact, Patrick Mahomes does go on with Carrington uh, every Monday and uh, will also make sporadic appearances on uh, on Danny's show with Matt Spiegel as well. I, I don't know how you book them consistently and why he just continues to call in Danny, but... Uh, he doesn't call in. He hangs out in the producer booth. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's, it's, he's, there, he's, there, right. he's there every day. He calls into Carrington's show from our producer room. No, that makes sense. You've actually probably hung out with Patrick Mahomes more than I have. All right, so looking at this game, if I am going to go ahead and give you guys the lines from DraftKings, we'll start with either spread total. Uh, we can also go in props. If you are looking to bet this game, 12.5 for the Chiefs, total sits at 48. See that I will start with you, and then, Danny, I'll go out to you after that. Uh, where are you going with this game? Chiefs, Bears, spread, total, where are you looking? This is a player prop game for me. I'm not touching the spread. I don't have any interest in taking the spread. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not as knowledgeable about teasers as maybe I should. This whole game of the thing, Danny's a little new to me. So I'm still learning, like, you know, what's a round robin. I'm learning with this pocketed that. Uh, but yeah, I'm not touching the, I'm not touching the spread. I don't have any interest in it. Uh, how I've actually done well with the Chiefs the first two weeks is. You got to really try to find value in their wide receiver props. I mean, last week you could have got Justin Watson at seven and a half over under. 
I mean, if you watch this team and you follow him, you know the trust that Patrick Mahomes has in him. Seven and a half for his over-under was ridiculous. He ended up leading the team in receptions. So, like, I think a lot of it is just that. Like, I think you have to kind of look at the value with their offense because I don't think Vakes knows how to pay it yet because you never know what it could be. You know what I mean? Like, one week it could be Kadarius Tony. One week it could be Sky Moore. And I think it kind of has the numbers a little bit off. That's where I think you can find value and you can make a little bit of money off. There's definitely been money to be made on the Chiefs the first two games of the season. You just got to know the team. You got to know, all right, they have the number a little bit too low on Isaiah Pacheco. Noah Gray, I mean, he has like right now an over under one and a half when it comes to catches. He normally gets around two or three a game. Like that's the value I think you got to find in this game. I'm not touching Chiefs minus any points. I'm not touching the Bears plus any points. I don't want it. Chiefs minus 12 and a half over 47 and a half is where I got the number for the total. Uh, I know that number is not available right now, but the overs two and oh in Bears games. I know there was a pick six against them in both. I don't see why that couldn't happen again. Um, it, it's, I think this is going to be an absolute bloodbath on Sunday. Absolute bloodbath. So I actually, I'm going to be really curious to see some of the defensive stats. I think this is a really good place for you to roll the dice on a sack parlay. Like a, a Mike Dan, uh, George Karloftis. I mean, Justin Fields has taken 10 sacks so far this season. I mean, he is just, I mean, Kansas City's going to get at least three, I would say, in the game just based on how the flow and the synergy of the game is going to go. That's where, like, if you're really looking for a thing, you can maybe get Mike Dana. I don't know what his over-under is going to be on sack. You know, they don't get the player props out until a little bit later. But, I mean, if he's like a .25, I actually really like that for Mike Dana. You probably could get great juice on a player like him in this game. I'll have to look at some of those lines heading into it. I, I'm probably going to go player prop as well, uh, unless the line just gets stupid for Chicago. Um, I, I just, 12 and a half, even for Kansas City, it feels right. But given the back and forth nature of it, it's probably a stay away from me. There are a few props, actually, believe it or not, on the Chicago side that I do like. I like the over two and a half uh, receptions for Darnell Mooney. It's a little bit juiced right now, but I still think the value is there for the number one target for Fields over the last year plus. I think two and a half is too low, especially if he's going to be throwing pretty much all day. And I also like the over for receiving yards for Rashawn Johnson. He's their backup running back, but a guy that they feel very comfortable with. It's only set at eight and a half receiving yards. That's far too low with the amount of times and the amount of usage that he's had uh, in the first couple weeks of the season. So Carrington and I are going on the player prop side. Danny is taking the Chiefs at minus 12 and a half. Uh, before we head on out of here, guys, any other games on the uh, the week three slate that you have your eye on that you're going to be uh, planning on betting this week? Uh, really quick, I would like to throw something else there. If you're looking for maybe a chance to kind of get some odds down on something else, you can get the Bears first drive punt minus 165. Maybe you put that as something else. I just, I mean, their first drive has three and out written all over it. Just as Arrowhead... Fields has to settle in a little bit. They have a false start penalty early in the game, a hold. Their first drive has um, it, it has it has three and out written all over it. So if if you're looking for something to like kind of parlay, maybe get a number down, punt minus one sixty five, you pair it with something else. I like that. 
their their opening drive, their scripted drive even last week though was a touchdown. But I don't completely disagree with you at all. Um all right. Chargers plus one and a half against Minnesota. Must win for both. Chargers are just flat out better. Uh, I mean, I can give you a bet in every game if you want. Uh, Tennessee plus three and a half in Cleveland. Cleveland is sorry. Titans defense is actually good. Patriots minus two and a half in uh, New England and in, in New York. I think that Mac Jones is like sneaky, been okay, and their defense is not as good as the Jets, but it's right there. I think they're very good. I guess I'll skip a couple of these dog crap games. Uh, Lions minus three against the Falcons. Falcons is smoke and mirrors, I think, at this point. Lions, I think, are legit good. Uh, I'll take that. I'll lay less than a touchdown with Miami. So six or six and a half is totally fine against Denver. And uh, Vegas is terrible. Pittsburgh's will have more fans there. That'll be a home game. Uh, Steelers plus two and a half in Vegas. And Eagles minus only four and a half in Tampa is a complete joke. Uh, that is a that is a five-star play. Eagles are going to win that game by 20 points. Tampa is a complete fraud. Uh, and Philly is, got, got unlucky. They had like 440 yards of offense in their last game and didn't put up the points to go with it. So I, I think that that is I think that is an easy Eagles bet. I'm actually on the other side of Sunday Night Football. I actually like Tampa Bay to cover. I think it's a really uh, I really Monday I think night. it's Monday night. Yeah, Monday excuse me. I think it's a really tough spot honestly for Philadelphia. I haven't liked how they played so far this season. It feels a little bit off. They probably could have lost that game to the New England Patriots. They just had weird energy. A.J. Brown arguing on the sideline. I think Tampa's playing with a little bit of energy. Can Baker protect the football? And that game is going to be the big question. I actually like Tampa Bay plus the five and a half. Plus the five, depending on where you get it. I feel like this is the spot a lot of people are going to think like Danny and not really be believers. I think it's kind of a fade the public zig when everybody is zagging. I do like the play when it comes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I like them at the very beginning of the season. Uh, if you give me another one, kind of with the same vein you were talking about with the Chargers, I'll take the Bengals at home minus the three. Just, I mean, this is their season. Like, if you believe in a lot of the, you know, historical lines when it comes to things, there has only been one playoff team in the last 20 years that has made the playoffs that started 0-3. If Cincinnati loses, history tells us they're they illuminated this year. They're at home against the Rams. I think you've got to take Cincinnati in that spot. I'm actually on on, on Carrington's side as well with a few of these plays. And uh, Parkins, I don't know if you've made these bets already, but uh, I, I might be tempted to take your action on Tampa Bay. Uh, I got them at five and a half. I know that number has moved in the opposite direction towards Tampa Bay four and a half. I, most people would have you been in agreement saying like they feel like frauds. Yeah, the money continues to come in on them moving the line. Phillies past D has not been good, and Evans and Godwin and Baker look very good. I, I am, I, I'm not a believer after what I saw last week. I am yeah. not a believer at all. Uh, yeah, listen, even though I did get the bet down already, I'm, I'm happy to still take either of your action. All right, perfectly fine. I'm also on Washington plus seven this week at home against the Buffalo Bills, as well as the Raiders at minus two and a half. I appreciate you, fellas. Always fun to be able to catch up, hang out with all of you guys. I'm looking forward to doing it again this weekend. Thank you both for uh, for hanging out on the show and uh, finally coming on my show for for a change. This is nice, man. We should do this like once a month, man. I'm happy to do this. I, I, uh, you know, it's not very often that all three of us get a chance to 
reunite, man. Hopefully people enjoy the podcast, man. If you guys want to set this up once a month, man, during Thursday night football, I'm sure we can find the dog Thursday night games that will fit everybody's schedule. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I love no, of course. I, I anything for you guys. Uh it's uh it was it was a blast. And Carrington, come on out to the game, man. I know you're busy. I know you got all your red zone and your games and your obligations, but come out to Chiefs Bears. We're gonna hang. It's gonna be good. I'll see you Sunday, Heist. Yeah. I appreciate you guys. See you, fellas. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com